On the other side of everything, the moment stays. The things that move take their memories with them. When winter falls, it covers us like blankets of the softest kind. And seasons follow hand in hand. Dancing, they fill and fill and do not forget. Welcome to The Other Everything. Hi, my name is Dave. And you are... And once we've passed the courtesy, it's time to figure out how we get real. Just because you've met someone, it doesn't mean you know him or her. Economics 101, it's an introductory course, and it's nothing like the advanced courses, the ones required for your master's or your PhD. Making introductions are like skimming the surface. I've always loved skipping rocks. The right rock, not too small, not too big, not rough, not too round. Holding the stone flat, smooth, with my index finger curved around its leading edge and my thumb rounding the stone's back edge. And I feel my arm angling sideways and back and I lean my body lower as I feel the water's plane and imagine as I throw and my body now follows my arm swing and thrust to send the stone to skip and skip and skip and skip and skip and plunge. We, stone throwers, we admire the feel and look and sound up above the shore and water's surface. We are surface dwellers. We are surface seers. The rippling wonder of it all surrounded by midsummer's willowing trees and gentle breeze and warm sunlight, suspended clouds and blue, blue sky. We live for this when we remember to live for this. And yet the stone now is part of the mystery, often forgotten and unfelt, the mystery of what lies beneath. Upon making introductions to people and dogs and cats and fields of study and books and places we have never met and never been, we deep down know that we have, after all, only just met. We know there is more. We know there is more. It's the tip of the iceberg. It's the tasting menu. There is a gargantuan difference between shaking someone's hand and having sex with them. You may have heard the expression, she knew him but not in the biblical sense of knowing. Adam knew Eve and babies follow. So to say that someone knew someone else may mean simply that they knew as in were familiar with each other as in BFF or something, or the context of the relationship would tell us that their intimacy was having sex. There is a profound depth that is implied to this language of knowing. And yes, of course, there is a spectrum. I know about him. In that someone said something. I know her. 
In that I recognize her face. In that I've seen or read about her. I know her. Which is to say, I met her once or twice or several times. I know him. In that we've talked and shared life stories and sentiments. I really know him. He's a really close friend. We've done a lot of things together. He could tell you my life story. I know her. Yes, she's like my best friend, and yes, we're bound together. Yeah, we're married, so you better believe we know each other in the biblical sense. Relationships have to begin somewhere. Hi, my name is Dave. But relationships, the ones beyond mere acquaintance, well, that's something altogether different. I've been playing guitar for a long, long time. I've gotten to know it so well through the years that it seems like an appendage, like a third arm. It's a part of me. It's an extension of who I am. That's the same with any of us who began, like making an introduction with an interest or a study or a skill in the pantry, in the garden, the skill that we cultivated or the study that we nurtured. We were introduced to it. We grew in our knowledge of it. And what was, at first, an interest has now become a passion. Making introductions are potentially the beginning of the adventure. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Getting to know you. Putting it my way, but nicely. You are precisely my cup of tea. This may, to some of you, sound a bit weird. God is like that. Getting to know him and he getting to know me. As with any relationship, it starts with an introduction, or to put it into academic terms, God 101. The interesting thing is that we can know about God like we know about someone or something, but the knowing seems to fall short until we move from knowing about to knowing. You're always on the mountain You're always in the valley You're always on the river I need you to remind me It's like I never knew you You say all is forgiven Wake up in the morning And you are here beside me I know More than I ever knew And I love More than I ever
always in the valley You're always on the river I need you to remind me Always on the mountain You're always in the valley You're always on the river I need you to remind me You're always on the mountain Always in the valley Always on the river Need you to remind me My father knew about the Mona Lisa, but one day as a young dad returning from a business trip in Europe, he told us how he took a few days off to walk about Paris, his attention turned to the Louvre. He told us how he spent many, many, many hours over a few days walking the museum's galleries. And one day he came to know what he only knew about. He stood and sat for hours looking at the Mona Lisa. You could tell in his watery gaze as he began to speak of her that what he had known about, he had visually, thoughtfully, emotionally, and intimately come to know. You may or may not know that knowing God is just like that. Only what we learn that he knows about us and what in turn we can know about him can take a lifetime. And if we cross that threshold through which we move from knowing about God to in fact knowing God, well, there is no end to it. In fact, Jesus, who was all about relationships, with Matthew and Thomas and James and John and Peter and so many more, they asked, Master, where are you staying? Meaning, where are you living? Where are you hanging out? And his immediate response, come and see. Relationships, getting to know you from a handshake to a life together, the curious truth is that if you asked him what he was up to, of course he would say a bunch of things, but if you rolled it all into one word, it would be relationship. In fact, this is what he said. And this is eternal life that they, and by they he meant his followers, the very definition of eternal life. And this is eternal life, that they would know you, God. That they would have a handshake and move on. That they would skip like a stone on the surface of who you are, making ripples as they go. And yet from knowing about you, that they would know you. That these people I have come to love would discover together with each other what is the length and the breadth and the height and the depth of this knowledge of you, this knowledge in you, that they would plunge deep like the skipping stones end, but for their lives a beginning. That they would intimately know you, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This is the adventure of life the deeper romance for any of us who is curious to know God. Got to measure this distance between me and you. Want to capture this moment like two lovers do. Hold to this silence that I find in your eyes. Want to know all that you mean when you say that the angel cries. There is this rhythm, there is this dance. There is this freedom, there is this chance. It lasts forever in the deeper romance. I feel you near me. I need to claim this space. 
want to wrap it up and take it home and never let the memory erase. I've got to know you from the inside out. I want to love and love only what it's all about. Lord, you made this union beyond what I could see in you. Capture my attention with your eternity. Your love has made me right as only you can do. And I am lifted right now by the grace that is you. There is this rhythm, there is this dance, there is this freedom, there is this chance. It lasts forever in the deeper romance. We've got this rhythm, we've got this dance, we've got this freedom, we've got this chance to get caught up in the movement of the deeper romance. Movie writers and directors who break the fourth wall direct their attention to us, the audience. It can have the amazing effect of drawing us in. We are now down the hole, through the door, immersed, absorbed, involved, and it can feel so very much like being in a relationship. Fred Rogers did that all the time. Looking at the camera, he is talking to us exactly what my little daughter said as she watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. One day, as she was watching, she turned her head to me and said, he's talking to me. He was. That was his unique approach to kids, through the wall and into their living room. He would come from the other side, look us in the eye and introduce himself and say, Hello, neighbor. But Mr. Rogers, though a person, is only met by us in the form of an image through media. Media as in medium or go-between. Thanks to media, we think we see him, hear him. For after all, he's talking to me. And yes, we know better. Still, we accept the approximation. And the more immersive the medium becomes, the more we feel like the images, sounds, people, even ideas. We feel like they are a part of us. The thing is, to actually meet the person, the real person, is altogether different. My friend told me how in my college town, he had met our musical hero sitting all by himself after hours in a bar. He was a bit drunk, our hero. The image he had was not the same as the actual person. Sometimes then, those images we have distort the actuality of who we say or think we know so that when we meet that person, we are disappointed or sometimes delighted. I heard about her, but when I actually met her, well, she exceeded my expectations. I saw the queen once, from about eight feet away. But imagine if she had invited me to tea, and imagine again that we would meet again and again and again and become good friends. When I think about God, when I think of him beyond all the things that might be more than just my imagination, sparked by something I saw about him or heard about him or was told by somebody else, some kind of medium, a writer or preacher or even some friend. When I think about God beyond all these in-between things, when I actually think or feel or hear him, I think, well, I've been introduced to him I've actually met him, and he hasn't just invited me to tea or lunch. He invites me to walk with him and talk with him. And I think this just must be a taste of what it really, really is like, where he is on the other side 
of everything. When I rise, when I lay down, when I go out, or when I stay down, when I cry or sing or bleed or laugh or pray, when I listen or I walk out, when I'm confident or still doubt, when I fail a hundred times a day. Every note you listen, every sight you see, every joy you love to share with me, every tear you store up, every cost you pay up, every night you stay up and comfort me. When I eat or talk or leave town, when I win or lose or stay found, when I stand or sit or crawl away, when I forget you or remember, when inspired or confused, when I'm twisted up. Can I find the way? Every thought you notice, every hope you promise, that everywhere I go you'll always be. Every note you listen, every sight you see. Every joy you love to share with me. You pay up every night. You stay up and comfort me. Thank you for being with us on our first episode of the Other Everything, and thank you to Latasha Struthers for her amazing voice contributions. Lyrics for "Getting to Know You" were written by Oscar Hammerstein II and released in 1951. Please join us again next week as we turn to our second episode entitled Managing Expectations. If you want to know more or want to be in contact with us, you can visit us at our website entitled theothereverything.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have contributions, poems, songs, ideas, please send them our way. <laughs>